Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. We're live. Welcome back. I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. My camera's a little off. Always got to make sure the camera's right. All right. There we go. There we go. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, look, I come in after the post-game show, and I, I get set up and we roll. So that's on me. I should have been better today. I should have been better today. Uh, someone said they're watching us on, um, Kenny says, check out AYS Sports on Apple TV's Facebook Watch. Kenny, I greatly appreciate that. I greatly, greatly appreciate that. But nevertheless, this is the LSU postgame show. Ed Orgeron uh, spoke today along with Jake Peets and DJ Mangus. We will touch on that. That's going to be a big part of the show. This is a mainly football podcast. We will talk about basketball. We will talk about baseball as the season goes on. Uh, but this is mainly a uh, a football podcast because football reigns all. Uh, but we will talk all. I have a lot of experience in baseball. I'm going to need some more experience for LSU when it comes to basketball. I'm just going to let you all guys know that. I mean, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. But at the same time, either way. All right. We're going to get to some comments. I saw Lee Treg had a comment in here earlier, guys. I'm sorry. The comments just come in pretty fast. Um, we will talk about it. Craig Six, big, big win. But Arkansas played below their uh, capabilities. Well, LSU took the gas the gas off big time. Big time. And we're going to talk on that. We're going to talk on that, especially after what uh, just transpired uh, tonight. But before we get started, guys, if it's your first time joining the show, my name is Blake Rafino. This is RU Series Sports. Don't forget, we're doing a $100 gift card giveaway. All you have to do is go to YouTube, type in RU Series Sports, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and your name will be in a drawing for that $100 gift card giveaway. We greatly appreciate our partners over at Believe Podcast. Everywhere you listen to podcasts, go rate and subscribe there. And always, you can ask Blake, and we will get to your questions but before we get to that as always we gotta pay bills around this thing and none good i talked to two people today that went to gm varnado and sons and they love their service but they do not they do more than just car service they do rv repair big rig overhauls motorhome chassis truck repair routine maintenance tire repair tire rotations tire sales no job is too big or too small over at gm Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you by. And for the number one real estate firm in all of the North Shore of Louisiana, go to team.kw.com. That's team.kw.com. Call one of the great real estate agents today at 985-467-7355. That's 985-467-7355. And tell them Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you on by. Uh, TJ says, ask Blake, any news on baseball and softball schedules? Those will be released soon. Uh, source inside the SEC office told me today that that's going to be released soon. It was early this morning. I know that they said that they're not going to go to the four-game uh, scheduling. So uh, that's good. They look The uh, Sun Belt announced today, too, that they're just going with a full season. Look, you got to have to have a guy out for COVID. So what? So I guess that's good, good for baseball. 
because they didn't do that for basketball, that's for sure. Um, let's touch a little bit before we get to all the basketball game, before we get to Jake Peets, DJ Mangus, and did Coach Orgeron. Everybody hit the like and share. I forgot to say that earlier. But Coach Ed Orgeron slipped up a little bit and told you who his defensive coordinator is going to be or who he wants it to be or who he feels like he's got his guy. And I think, as I told you last night, and I mentioned to this, that I told you that Coach O had his guy that he wanted. He confirmed today uh, on his press conference. But LSU shot the ball 52, 52%, man. 37% from three. 70% from the free throw line. Uh, you had Wilkinson, who had a big night with 11 points. Wofford, 23 days, 18. Another double-double, which is huge. 17 points from Cam Thomas. And Javante Smart had 13. But, look, this team in the first half is always stupid talented, right? Stupid, stupid talented. But like they did against Ole Miss, they take their gas off. They take the gas off. They're going to have to correct that because they get into the they get into March Madness. God forbid, well, we will have March Madness. But they start getting in there. They can't do that. You can't do that in the SEC tournament. As, as this season progresses, you can't, especially in basketball, you cannot take your foot off the gas. And that's the signs of a lot of uh, young team. Uh, Dylan Holly says, big win tonight, Blake. It was a big win. It would have been capped off better, Dylan, if there would have been a scenario where uh, LSU would have just kept, their, kept the pedal to the metal, right? Uh, Devin says, Pelly's on deck. Yeah, they are. I'm going to have to go watch that. Uh, <laughs> I did see this. Kirk Paul on Facebook Live says, Will Wade killed a clipboard. He did. Coach Ace Masita, what's up, coach? Basketball coach over at Oak Forest says, good win for the Tigers tonight. Offense is stupid efficient. They are stupid efficient offensively. Like they've, and they t- and here's what the uh, scary part about this is, coach. They took the gas off in the second half. If they continue to do that, this all, their offense is always going to be the, the catalyst that keeps it going. Now, I like how they were playing defense in the first half. Uh, but as this continues to go on, we're <laughs> they're gonna have to they're gonna have to be more efficient defensively and and, and not lose focus. Uh, Devin says is is Pete Golding than higher? All right, so let's get into this. Let's get into this. Um, first off, I want to say this: Jake Peets, the new offensive coordinator for LSU, was impressive today. Like I did not. I thought, yeah, maybe I might be a little bit impressed about the press conference today. I was a little blown away, right? Like, this dude was prepared for every question. He did not, he, he, without telling you exactly what he's going to do, he told you exactly what he's going to do. Hey, coaches, coach your positions. I'm going to coach quarterbacks, coach your positions. I trust you. Hey, RPO game, here we come. God, man, I love the RPO game. And he, he ended the questions about TJ Finley, Miles Brennan, uh, T.J. Finley, Miles Brennan, and Max Johnson today. Hey, I know how to coach all three of them. I've had all these kind of quarterbacks. I've had Cam Newton. I've had Derek Carr. I've had mobility. I mean, look, Teddy Bridgewater can move a little bit. I've had these guys. I can coach them up, and we're going to go get it, and we're going to run the RPO game, so get the hell out of our way because we're coming. Dude, he blew me away. Absolutely blew me away, and so I, I have to get that out of the gate. Now, I know that Coach Ed Orgeron talked – openly now listen I told you last night 
And this is something I've been hearing for weeks and months. Uh, well, maybe not months, maybe about a month. I'd say maybe about five weeks um, that Ed Orgeron really likes Ryan Nielsen. Like, head over heels, loves Ryan Nielsen. And for everybody who does not know who Ryan Nielsen is, he is the defensive line coach for the New Orleans Saints. Coached and played under Ed Orgeron. Um, so he loves him. Now, last night I told you that my gut is telling me, and there were some sources, there was some sources that was telling me that if Ed Orgeron had his way, if Ed Orgeron had his way, he would hire Ryan Nielsen. Well, Ed, Ed Orgeron kind of slipped up a little bit today. I'm going to get to some of these questions, but I kind of want to run this down. Uh, he slipped up. Ed Orgeron said that he's pretty confident that he's got his guy. If you go listen to his other press conferences, when he was talking about Marcus Freeman, when he was talking about others, when he's talking about Zach Arnett, when he hinted at Zach Arnett, who interviewed with LSU uh, yesterday, he said, we got our guy. I think we got our guy. Today, he said, I think I got my guy. Now, you might say, well, Blake, you're looking in it too much. I don't think I'm looking in it too much. Not, not for one second. Do I think that I'm looking into it too much to say that Ed Orgeron thinks that that is his guy? If I had $1,000, now this is going to continue to progress. We're going to have to wait to see what the Saints do in the playoffs. But Ed Orgeron said that he's got to be patient. Well, the only reason you would be patient is because Sean Payton's not going to let you interview his defensive line coach. Now, I know that Joe Barry, the linebackers coach uh, for the Los Angeles Rams, is another guy whose name's floated out there. I don't know how much I'm buying that. Because Ed Orgeron today, funnily enough, said, funnily, is funnily enough? That's not a word. Damn it, my mom was an English teacher. My mom was an English teacher, and I said, funnily. Funny enough, Ed Orgeron slipped up here too, and this is what he said. He said that we have to go out and do, and I'm going to collaborate with a new defensive coordinator, but on our new linebackers coach and our new safeties coach. Wait, what? So you mean to tell me that the defensive line coach from the New Orleans Saints, who is a guy that you're targeting, and a guy who's more than likely going to coach defensive line, and now you need a linebackers coach and a safeties coach? Now, I'm not a betting man, but when that man says something, you better listen because he's not pulling punches. Now, Pete Golding is in the mix. Now, I worked on this Pete Golding thing today. Um, everybody in, in Tuscaloosa seems to be camo lid gang gang. I appreciate that, Devin. Yeah, I like the AYS. This is actually Louisiana license plate, and it's got AYS on it. Uh, I was going to do that for my car. Uh, but that's kind of like that's kind of like Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad. Better call Saul, BC Saul. Like I'm not I'm not that kind of dude. Um, Bundy asked on Facebook Live, asked Blake about DC search. Yeah, I know that's going to be the 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 main question. Um, uh, but Ryan Nielsen. Uh, so let me back up. So Pete Golding is a guy that everybody in Alabama thinks that he's out. Like he's out. He's um, now, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, Nick Saban does there. I want to make this very clear, too. I want to make this very, 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 very clear. Hunter, I'm going to get to this. Hunter John asked about Eric Gilbert. Stay tight. I'm going to, I'm going to get to that. Um, 
I said this this morning on Bill, the Bill King Show, Nashville Sports Radio. I'm going to say it again here. If you're wanting dominating defenses in today, especially in the Power Five, stop. Like legitimately stop. Dominating defenses are dead. Let's call that Triple D. Okay, I know that Triple D. Uh, Gaffietti has Triple D, but for AYS, we're going to call this one our Triple D. Dominating defenses are dead because they are. And Alabama averaged ni- on defense points allowed 19 and a half going into the game on Monday night. So everyone wants to poo poo on Pete Golding, but you better be careful before you do that. Because you can't give Nick Saban the credit when everything's going great, but then when shit starts hitting the fan. Okay, when shit just goes cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and you have a guy like Joe Burrow that waltzes into Tuscaloosa and puts 40-plus up on that booty, you better stop because that doesn't happen anymore. All right, let's take some questions. Uh, Hunter says, what's the word on Eric Gilbert? Eric Gilbert, I heard today he's coming back from a reliable source. Um, there is some sourcing go around there. Now, a source told me today that he's about 85% that he might come back to LSU. About 85%. That's how, he, that's how confident he feels. Um, I don't know how much to trust that, okay? Because fool me once, it's your fault. Fool me twice, it's mine. Um, but look, I'm in a huge, I say huge, probably about 10 to 12 uh, big sourcing network. So I'll do LSU. We have a Texas guy. And I think I mentioned this a couple times, but a Texas guy, uh, Arkansas guy, or sometimes an Arkansas guy, Ole Miss, Alabama, Florida. We're in this big sourcing group, okay? In that sourcing group, okay, they talk about um, with Georgia and Tennessee that Eric Gilbert, the Eric Gilbert news has pretty much stopped. And that they, they're even hearing from their people that Eric Gilbert's coming back to LSU. So something's going on there now that we're hearing from LSU people that he might come back. But it looks like it's about 85% that he might come back. Uh, Justin says, ask Blake, if Ryan Nielsen becomes our DC, he will also coach the D-line. So who would be some good linebackers coaches to consider? LSU hasn't had a linebacker or to hire a linebackers coach in quite a while. Justin, that's a really good question. And I'm going to be very honest. I'm going to be very honest from the place that I sit. Okay, it's really difficult for us to, especially for me at least. I, I shouldn't speak for others. But it's extremely difficult to go out there and throw stuff at the wall and say, hey, he would be a good linebackers coach. Normally stuff starts leaking out. But he did say that, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be very interesting to see what goes on here, like extremely interesting. All right, guys, you're gonna have to hit me with the ass Blake because I see so many damn comments. I, l- let me say this very quickly too, um, very 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 quickly. If I miss a comment of yours, I'm not mad at you. Like I'm not mad at you. I had like six people uh, message me yesterday. Blake, are you mad at me? You for, you you didn't uh you didn't read my message, or you didn't read my comment. Man, we have a th- yesterday we had seven hundred and eighty something uh, comments from all three networks: uh, YouTube, Periscope, and uh, Facebook. Uh, I saw Miss Beth Pettit said that's that Franklin Franklinton, Franklinton ed- education. Yeah, it is. 
Yeah, it is. Lee Trek says Pete's was very sharp. Loved every minute of the interview. He was very sharp. He was very, very, very sharp. Extremely sharp. He was prepared. I like a guy that's prepared for questions that he knows he's about to get. And I don't think LSU force-fed him questions. LSU did not force-feed him questions. Here's going to be, and I'm going to go to Aaron here. Aaron says, Nielsen has never called the defense. This is going to be the biggest concern. And this is where publicity-wise, um, Ed Orgeron's going to lose this one a little bit. Uh, okay, maybe one guy that's never called offense before, he was about to call offenses. You know, he's gotten hired twice, and both head coaches left. Josh McDaniels with the Indianapolis Colts being one of them. That's really interesting, too. Very interesting. Um, but he kind of blew me away today. I'm just being really honest. I had a source tell me today that, uh, hey, Joe Brady's 2019 playbook, dust it off. <laughs> so, but yes, this is going to be the, uh, the big problem with Ryan Nielsen and a big concern. But one thing that is for sure is that he, he's coming from a defense with the New Orleans Saints, if he is the guy ultimately, because everybody that watches or listens to the show, I have to be very careful because I have to tell you it's a very fluid situation, an extremely fluid situation. What I'm saying tonight is going to change tomorrow. More than It, it definitely could. More than likely it could. I don't know if Ryan Ryan Nielsen's name is the one that continues to go out there. Now, I know that there's some sourcing from other people that says, well, he's turned LSU down twice. No, he has not. Yeah, okay, let me back up. He's turned them down. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Yeah, okay. Um, Aaron says again, I hope we find a good fit for D.C. like we did for all offensive coordinator. Well, look, that guy's never called plays either. That guy's never called plays. But when Joe Brady needed something last year, those are the two guys he ran to. Uh, Delvin T says, Ask Blake, did you think Pence, or Pete was going off on Brooks Cabina when he asked him about calling around asking uh, about his background? Um, I know that that was the central thought process, but I'm going to tell you what I thought. I thought, it. look, take this for what it's worth, but there wasn't a lot on Jake Pete's. Now, calling somebody that he maybe coached with for third-grade peewee football, that might be a little bit much. But, hey, I mean, you got to give it to him, man. Uh, Chris Barnhill said, ask Blake, Nelson is his guy. I fully believe that. I fully believe that Blaine says sauces. Yeah. Well, look, (laughs) I've gotten to the point where people are going to attack me on Twitter. I really don't care anymore. Like, hey, man, do you. If that makes you sleep better at night, do you, man. Uh, Craig Schilling says, if you close your eyes, Pete sounded like Will Wade speaking. He kind of did, man. Like, he kind of did. He had a really, um, he was just so prepared. Like, very prepared for everything that, and look, he wasn't stopping. Where um, I forget who asked a question, but someone came out the top and asked a question. I couldn't hear who it was. And he said, well, look, listen, y'all stop. Because me and my wife love it here. <laughs> right then, I knew this was about to be a bomb-ass interview. Like, it was about to go. As Kevin Hart would say, it's about to go down. It's about to go down. Okay. 
Hunter laughing because we talked about uh, Eric Gilbert. Uh, Mark Mark on YouTube says, all for Pete Golding. Yeah, and look, everybody that's not subscribed to our YouTube channel, go over and subscribe and get uh, for the drawing for the $100 gift card giveaway. Y'all need to do that, like now. Not, not, wait, not now. Don't leave the show. But go over there and do it at RU Series Sports. People keep asking me if that's a... Uh, if you got to pay for that. No, you don't. Jamie Hodge says, Ask Blake, Golding would be a good hire. How do you feel about Nielsen with no play calling experience? There's two schools of thought about no play calling experience when you're on dominating teams. Um, number one is, is that you've been around guys who have called dominating defenses or offenses, whatever it is. And if you don't stray away too much and add just a little wrinkles that can be successful, you will be successful. You will highly be successful. That is the number one thing moving forward. Man, it seems like every time I get on the show, somebody... Uh, okay. I'm about to say somebody's texting me some information. I'm like, look, man. Just to let you know, that was somebody saying, hey, man, you know, right on with Ryan Nielsen. So, um, but yeah. So I think that there's, there is two schools of thought. So, for example, the Saints are the number one defense in, in the NFL right now. You think he's not learning from Dennis Allen? He's been there long enough. And they had a, and Sean Payton had enough um, gajonas about him to call Ed Orgeron and ask him who should, who should be my defensive line coach, and he said Ryan Nielsen. Uh, Val on Facebook Live says, Ask Blake, are they going to uh, get a new old line coach? I really don't think they are, and I really don't think that they should. I still think that James Craig's a really good offensive line coach. He got all of those guys to come back, and it's funny. It's really, really, really funny. I get Joe Burrow did a lot of magic last year, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire was averaging seven yards per carry at times of the entire season. Uh, and you, you're in battles right now for recruiting on offensive line. Uh, unless there's a handshake deal to let James – and look, James Craig goes back a long, long way with Ed Orgeron. I don't – I do not uh, – I just don't see him moving on. And I think that he should get another chance because this isn't all – this is not all on James Craig. So what if Jake Peets comes in and the offense is dominating? They're running for seven yards per carry. You're going you're gonna to say, oh, well, James Craig just turned it around. Oh, it's Jake Peets. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. Lee Treg says, last I heard, he was going to Florida, talking about Eric Gilbert. Um, it's trending back LSU's way. Now, I I am not going to get into the uh, – I am not going to get into the – I don't know what that kid's going to do. Something tells me at the last minute he's going to flip. But the three schools he was looking at outside of uh, LSU, well, really the four, Oregon, I don't think he's going out there. Um well, not right now. He might go to Oregon, but uh, Tennessee with Harrison Bailey, his old teammate, um, Georgia, I don't think he's going to Georgia because they're getting into some recruiting stuff, some recruiting boo-boos, and I know that Georgia's trying to uh, mend the fence and make sure that that kind of stuff's not leaking out. It's just, hey, oh, my goodness, kind of like a slap on the wrist, and then Dan Mullen just got a show calls. I need to bring on Gator Dave, and we need to talk about that. Um, let's see. Creation says, ask Blake on Periscope. Maybe I missed it, but does Nielsen have play calling experience? No, he does not. Not to my knowledge. Um, Lone Wolf on Periscope says, ask Blake, 
If it's Ryan Nielsen, are we concerned about his play calling? Look, this is going to continue to be uh, the question. I can feel it. That's two in a row. Uh, it does not bother me, so to speak, because he's been around a lot of dominating defenses. Uh, but it does scare me in a, le- a little bit that you've never been in that situation. It's a look. It's a big risk hire if he's if he winds up being the guy. It's a very big risk hire, in my opinion. Uh, and more of the totality of it than anything, because you'll have the offensive side and the defensive side guys that have never called plays before. Never. That should worry you a little bit. Uh, Cedric says, ask Blake, what do you think about Joe Barry for D.C.? I like Joe Barry. He's more experienced. He's been around the league. Look, his defenses, at t- the one that um, with the Redskins, the Redskins were boo-boo, man. Like, they were really, really bad, and their defense was the only good thing about it. Um, had great linebacker play, had great D-lines. Uh, their secondary at times could be a little suspect. Uh, but I think that he's an overall good coach. You know what I thought about him too. Uh, if you were, if you guys remember the um, hard knocks when they did the Los Angeles Rams, there was a, a linebacker from Baylor that they were following around, and how he coached that guy. I liked that a lot. I think he's a really good coach. I don't know if they're going to go there. I think that there's going to be some names that will be smoke screens. LSU is going to release. Here's what's going to happen. I'll tell you this right now. LSU is going to release some names. You're going to come on the show. We're going to talk about them. And I think that they're always they're all going to be smoke screens. Because I think that Ryan Nielsen might be the guy. I mean, because there's no defensive line uh, candidate out there for Ed Orgeron to run out there and say, well, we got to hire a linebacker's coach and we have to hire a safeties coach. Why would he do that? Uh, Jeff uh, Jeff on Periscope says, ask Blake, anyone else on the D.C. board you would consider a home run? No, not really, unless they're in the NFL. No, not really. I like the Ryan Nielsen hire, but it does scare me a little bit. Um, Malcolm T. says, ask Blake Trefalk, a linebacker's coach. Could, but I don't know if they'll do that. I know that they petitioned something to the SEC in reference to him being a player personnel. I know people told me wrong, and then LSU's starting to confirm it. <laughs> uh, Charles Reese says, ask Blake, what's your opinion on Nelson? Charles Reese, by the way, guys, from the Primetime Podcast, a lot of good stuff. He says, what's your opinion on Nelson? So far, every time O has gotten his guy, it hasn't gone well. Nelson isn't a top choice in power fives. Um, Charles, Matt Canada wasn't his, so let's give him Bo Pelini. Okay, it, Matt Canada was not his guy. Steve Ensminger called some pretty decent de- offenses, and Joe Brady was his guy. And he got and look, everybody can say, well, Dave Aranda was at LSU because of less miles, and I get that, but he got Dave Aranda to stay. I, I'm going to give Ed Orgeron the credit that, uh, and not so much of credit that Matt Canada was his guy. Look, go read his book and the quotes of people that. Um, Talk about Matt Canada coming in. I think that Bo would be the only guy that would put him on. And look, there, uh, there are people on radio shows. Listen to this one, okay? Just please stay with me. I'm not poo-pooing on anybody. There's people saying that Ed Orgeron was somewhat forced to hire Bo Pelini. Man, bullshit. Bullshit. I do not believe that whatsoever. Get out of here with that garbage. I'm not listening to that. So you mean to tell me, if that's true, 
That means you mean to tell me that after a year ago today, I should have led off with this, but I feel like it was kind of played out all day long a year ago today. But a year ago today, you won a national title. Ed Orgeron got a $7 million extension per year. And you, well, not $7 million extension. What was he making? Three. So $5 million extension per year. And you mean to tell me that they forced Bo Pelini on that man? No. Uh-uh. No. Stop. Stop. When you're pushing out a narrative to save someone else's hide, you better be able to take the ridicule of people calling you out for it. Not talking about radio guys, people that cover LSU. I'm not saying that. That's not who I'm targeting here. I'm not really trying to target anybody. But what I'm saying is BS. Don't come at me with that with that BS, man. That's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about when people say that they're forcing out smoke screens. That's one of them. All right, let's play some bills around here, and then we'll get back to some of these comments. All right, guys, you got to go see my look. I talk to him almost every other day because he's helping so many of the RU Syrians out there. Please call my guy because he's just killing it for people. That's Mr. John Patton over at Area Home Lending. If you're thinking about buying a new home, saving money on that mortgage you have now, guys, you can save up to two, three, four hundred dollars on your mortgage. All you have to do is call my good friend, Mr. John Patton, over at Area Home Lending, 225-663-2500. That's 225-663-2500. Or go to areahomelending.com or send John an email at john at areahomelending.com. I know that you want cash back and you want cash in your pocket. Well, hell, just give him a call. That's 225-663-2500. Tell him Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you on by. Ryan says, T-Bob, Ryan Thibodeau on YouTube says, T-Bob this morning talked about Glenn Schumann from Georgia, the co-coordinator for Nobody. He is a co-coordinator, a name I've been hearing about for some weeks. Um, that does have a little bit of rumblings, but not. this is what I'm talking about. This, this becomes very fluid. It's always a very fluid situation. Um, if something pops off with Georgia, I think that Schumann's name is going to really start going. But I don't. My gut tells me that I don't think he's going to leave Kirby. My gut, that's what my gut's telling me. I think that they're trying to just put it out there. Esteban, I saw your comment earlier, brother, but we got so many comments rolling up in here, I forgot what you said. Um, I'm looking for it. All right, here it is. He says, what's up, AYS family? Just want to announce that we have a new member to the AYS fam. My wife and I had a new baby girl last night, Blake Rafino. She just uh, subbed for that drawing for a gift card. Well, first off, congratulations, my man. And second off, thank you for your service. Uh, congratulations, man. That's awesome. That is awesome. And then, look, she subscribes. We're, she's going to get the chance to get that $100 gift card. We might need to change it to like Babies R Us or something, but I don't think they're around. Maybe to like Kohl's or something. She might win that thing. She's She is my number one fan to win that thing for that $100 gift card. She is my number one fan. There's no question about that. Charles says, "Be maybe because the Saints over LSU for D-line coach, but anyone would have. Charles, what you talking about, brother? What you talking about? Yeah, that's Esteban. That's really awesome, man. Uh, congratulations. Uh, Jamie Hodges on Facebook Live says, ask Blake if it feels that Pete's can tear it up in recruiting. 
uh, how he was talking about family and getting to know the kids. Yeah, I think he's going to be a damn good coach. I think he's going to be a damn good coach. I have that. I have that feeling. And look, LSU's offense did, was not bad last year, at all. Not at all. Did they have their moments with true freshman quarterbacks? Yes. Were there times that they were averaging only ten point five points per game over a stretch? Yes. Um, but look, overall standpoint, they're not. They weren't horrible. They're only about to get better. Jamar Jackson says, "Ask Blake. You think the new offensive coordinator, passing game coordinator, hire might be the reason that Eric Gilbert might return? It's a big, big possibility. Big possibility. Very big possibility." Uh, Esteban says, "Lee, I'm going to get back to your comment." He says, "Hear me out. I know y'all being the minority on this. What about Ash for DC from Texas? He runs a four-three multiple, and on third downs, he runs a Tampa defense to keep everything in front of the safeties." Uh, the deep ball killed LSU this past season. Um, yeah, but they just got torched everywhere else, man. They got torched all game long. I mean, they got torched by teams that they had no business getting torched by. Uh, League Treg says, Pete seems like a player's coach. I think they will love him, and it will be a great for recruiting. There was no uh, uh in any of his comments. I think I like how he said it, feel, it, it will fit. Uh, with his plays and players' skill set. I agree with that, Lee. I think he's going to kill it, man. I think that it's a great hire. I, I really do think it's a... Sometimes we got to be... Listen to me. Listen to me. You're going you're gonna to laugh, and that's okay. People think that the Bill O'Brien hire is laughable for Alabama. People thought that it was laughable for Steve Sarkeesian. People have laughed about a lot of things. Rhett Lashley, who uh, Jake Peets was under at Alabama, they thought they laughed at that one. Okay, usually when people start laughing at stuff and start having questions are usually when the times where people start dominating. You have no idea what that man did on the whiteboard. No idea. Michelle Coleman says, just subscribed on YouTube. Use my iPad while listening to you on my phone. Show me the money. I love it. Everybody go subscribe. Uh, Hunter John says, as Blake Cocho and the staff did an excellent job recruiting the current staff without a OC in D.C., they did. And they need to get the D.C. in here by February. So if you're a big LSU fan and not a Saints fan, you're hoping for the Saints to lose, but I don't want them to lose. MLM0039, who called us out yesterday, I think. I'm pretty sure that's him, but are them. He says, ask Blake, Pete is going to be great in the living rooms with parents. I think he will too. Blake Schilling says, ask Blake got banned from Twitter defending the 2019 LSU from Gumps. They'll get you, man. You got to be careful nowadays. They'll block you. My old page got blocked. So you got to be careful with that stuff, man. You can't, you can't call somebody a Rudy Poo too many times. They'll come get you. Uh, Jamie Hodge says, ask Blake, with Sage Ryan coming to LSU, can we go after Trev Fall for linebackers coach? Yeah, you can go get him. You can easily go get him. Uh, Zachary says, ask Blake, does LSU really need a special teams coach? Most teams don't have one anymore. Fantastic question, Zach. Yes. Okay, um... Alabama has gotten one good kicker this year. 
and they have a special teams analyst. He's not a coach, but he's an analyst. And I would assume that he's coaching some special teams, even though he's not supposed to. I think Greg McMahon has done a good job. People don't like me saying that, but I think he's done good at getting you Kate York. I think he's got done a good job in recruiting, uh, getting you Peyton Todd. Um, oh, God, why is his name slipping me? Um, goodness gracious. Oh, he went and got Cole Tracy out of a Sumpson College because one coach at a coaching clinic told him about Cole Tracy. And he watched him. He saw him kick two balls, and he said he was going to be good. So, yeah, I think that you – I don't mind it for what you're, what what Greg McMahon is putting out. Look, Kate, uh, Kate York pretty much won you the game there at the end against Florida in the fog. So, yes, I do, I do think that it's okay. That's one area that Nick Saban has struggled at was his special teams. My man tried to – y'all remember my man tried to kick a 59-yard field goal and Davis from Auburn ran it back for 109 yards? Stupid. Tyler Mann says, Ordron won't make sense with his homesick issues. I know you're talking about gear, but, but Tyler, what do you mean? Yeah, I don't think – like I told you, listen, I – I told you when Eric Gilbert went in the transfer portal, that was Rudy Papu. Uh, Mark says, ask Blake, is there a possibility that Nelson comes as D-line coach and going as D.C.? I don't know. I think that if either one of those guys comes here, it's going to be as a D.C. Why would Ryan Nielsen... Look, if I, Ryan Nielsen's not going to leave the New Orleans Saints to be a D-line coach for uh, LSU. I don't think he'll do that, especially after talks of them wanting him as his D.C. Adam Stovall on Facebook Live says, if Pete is going to dust off the Brady playbook, I think it's a must to have a back in the mold of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. My question is, so do we have a back that can do and produce some skills of Clyde Edwards that Clyde Edwards Lair gave us, and that's a good question. Um, backs come in all forms of sizes, I, and LSU is really molding that. Look at the two running backs they just got in this recruiting class: same size, same stature as one Clyde Edwards Lair. So yeah, I think that they will. But Najee Harris is a damn good back. He's six two two thirty and can wiggle, and he can run you over, and he can catch, and he can run routes. You can flex him out. He's going to do it. And something that interesting that Ed Orgeron said today, too, he goes, hey, what, what, what do you remember about the 2019 offense? He goes, empty packages. Very interesting because he wants to know what the defense is going to do and what they're dictating, and it makes it a lot easier. A lot, LSU got away from that a lot last year. A lot. Like, a lot. Um, Terry says, ask Blake Don Brown, the old Michigan D.C., no. Uh, personally, I would never um, go for Don Brown. But but ter- but Terry, that's just me. Six-pack of kids has asked Blake, they need to call Brady James to coach linebackers. Look, there's a lot of good li- linebackers co- uh, coaches that are out there. Uh, Carl, what's up, Carl? He says, ask Blake, did you see Chris Curry ended up at Utah? Yeah, and that's a good place for him. He's going to get a lot of carries and a really down conference. Really glad for uh, for Chris Curry. 
Hunter Fontenot says, ask Blake, how long has it been since Nielsen coached college football? I'd have to go back, but I think 2016 maybe with um, Alabama. I think it's 2016. That doesn't worry me really. That doesn't worry me at all. Like at all. Because I get what people are saying. I know the recruiting. I know all this stuff. But guys, if you can do stuff in the NFL, you can do stuff in college football. I promise you that. Those defenses are better in the NFL, and you have to prepare more in the NFL than college. I mean, it's the who's who uh, of football. It always has, and it always will be. So that part does not scare me at all. Like, at all. Um. You know, the the best one that I think that people can't remember, and I know that he was a head coach, was Pete Carroll, man. Pete Carroll got fired twice and came to USC, and they dominated. And all he did was let his coaches coach, and he got out of the way. Um, Lone Wolf Runner says, should we be reassured that Coach O is willing to risk it all with Nielsen? Uh, Well, if he picks Nielsen, he will be on the line. Big time. You miss two defensive coordinator hires, your ass is on the line. You miss with this offensive coordinator hire, his ass is on the line. Five and five is not acceptable. And it's never going to be acceptable. They go six and six next season, um, there's going to be some really pissed off individuals. But I'm going to tell you this right now. They're not going six and six. They're not going six and six. Right now, I could see easily LSU going nine and three, ten and two. That's where I think that their ceiling is right now, to date. Um, because I haven't seen what Jake Peets and I and you don't have a defensive coordinator. Um, Phil Tittle on Facebook Live says, Ask Blake, switching gears a bit, Austin Dickless is a huge specimen of a man, strong as an ox. I feel like I'm reading a, a book here, and not because of the link, but because of how it's worded. Uh, very good, Phil. He says, and as a very rated player coming to LSU, what do you think – has held him back from being a top uh, top pick after four years. Footwork, quickness, reflect, uh, reflexes. Maybe you're talking about ref, uh, reflexes. Sorry, or what? Something can he can work on this summer to be a top draft choice. Uh, exposure, I feel a little bit. And well, Blake, 2019, but he did. He was up and down in 2019. I thought he was the best offensive lineman in 2020. I don't even think it was close. Like I, I don't even think it was anywhere close. Nick Richard says, new listener, Elias Ricks is considering transfer. Isn't considering transferring, is he? Bad decision if so. I don't think he is because he came out with a tweet and said, man, guys, my st- everything I do is not revolved around LSU. I don't think he's considering transferring. No. Uh, Adam Parr says, Jeff Banks has been our special teams coordinator, tight end coach for two years. There you go. Adam's a uh, big Alabama fan. So, yeah, they got one. I mean, I like a special teams coordinator. Now, if they can coach both, if you have a guy that can coach tight ends and coach special teams, I like that a lot. I, I, I would rather him coach more, but I, I know that he does other things for Ed on the, during the game. Especially from a field position standpoint. Hey, look, he told Ed Orsron in Florida, hey, man, he can make in this fog. That's no big deal. He's going to make this sucker. He's going to boot up as we would say for basketball. Go Philly says, ask Blake Glenn Schumann for D.C., one of the best recruiters in the country. He is 30 years old, co-D.C., linebackers coach at Georgia, only making 50K right now and is second in command. Players and coaches rave about him. 
I don't mind. Look, I don't mind the hire. But why now? Like, why would they go now after this long? And Ed Orgeron says he's got to be patient. I want to. I can't make. I can't. Um, I don't know what's in the man's head. I only think two things I can do is go from sourcing and I can go from what he says. Number one is when he tells you he has to be patient, that means the NFL. And maybe Schumann turned it down. We don't know. I would not I would not mind Schumann. Well, and really, number two is when he when Ed said that again about the defensive line, he's got his defensive lineman. What else do you want to do about it? I mean, what else can he say? I mean, that was pretty much a lock. Uh, Tyler Mann says, ask Blake, what I mean is Gilbert transferring to Oregon would make sense just because he originally said he was homesick uh, when he entered the portal and the transfer portal. Yeah, you're right. It wouldn't make sense. But here's another thing. It, unless he goes to the University of Georgia and he was in Tennessee a couple weeks ago, none of it makes sense. That's a lie. I'm telling you it's a lie. It's a bold face lie. I, I, I don't want to call the kid a, a liar, but it's just um, it's just the truth. Blake Press says, what about Leonard from Nebraska? You're talking about Leonard from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. By the way, I went to Milwaukee a couple times in my life. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I thought it was going to just be bland as all hell. Man, it's actually a really fun town. It's actually Milwaukee, Wisconsin's a really cool place, man. A really, really cool place. Uh, Mark says Nielsen started in 2002 at USC. Yeah, it was coached by the Orgeron. Look, he know that that kid knows his stuff now. It's just about him calling plays. I get it. Uh, Derek Gordon on Facebook Live says, Ask Blake, it's good to get the entire O-line back, but they seriously need to hit the weight room hard this offseason to get some push to go along with that chemistry. What do you think? I agree with you 100%. Derek, I agree with you 1,000%. A lot of people got to hit it. And look, just because you don't see a transformation doesn't mean they're not working. Conditioning is another thing, too. Conditioning is another thing, too. So, uh, we'll see about that. Let's see. Uh, Hunter says, thanks. Was just curious. I haven't done too much research on Nielsen. Yeah, I mean, I think that he would be a good coach. But, again, it, it worries me a lot about his um, not calling plays. All right, a couple more we're going to get out of here. Brandon says, ask Blake, can we talk some Saints football for this weekend? Yes, we can. Um, I want to do that tomorrow. Can we do that tomorrow? I know we talk a lot of LSU, um, but there's just so much news with this coaching search, and we only have an hour. And I like getting all those comments in here. Um, look, if we want to talk the Saints a little bit, Brandon, I'm going to be a little honest. This game worries the absolute poo poo out of me, man. Like big time. I don't. The Saints are not going to dominate the Buccaneers like they did a couple weeks ago. Not going to happen. It is not going to happen. Uh, and they got Tom Brady, man. They got Tom Brady. So, let's talk about that more in depth tomorrow. What's up, Doran Starkey? Doran says, uh, Corey, Corey Connor reminds me a lot of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Starkey, he does, man. Same build. Here's what's crazy and scary about this one, Stark, is that he's faster than Clyde was. 
That kid is got some wheels on him. Like kid can scat. That dude's film is impressive. <laughs> TJ, I see your question. He says, uh, as Blake, is it really hard to call plays? Honest question. Yeah, it's pretty damn hard. <laughs> it's pretty damn hard, especially offensively. Uh, one thing I, for, I knew I was going to do this. One thing I wanted to say about Jake Peets is when he said uh, the six kids in the bathroom, uh, bath time, that, that was funny. That was funny. Like, really funny. Uh, Nick Gidry says, Ask Blake, heard Aaron Glenn as a candidate for D.C. Haven't heard much about him. Haven't heard much about him. Uh, Nick Gidry says, Wisconsin's cold. Yeah, man. It was, and look, it was uh, summertime. And at night, it was still in the 70s. It was chilly out there. It was chilling that bleh. As one of my, as my <laughs> southeastern uh, teammates, Franklin, it's cold up in the bleh. All right, guys, let's get out of here. We will see you tomorrow on our regular scheduled time, our regular scheduled time with Mr. Zach Pearson, former LSU baseball player. Man, it's this week's flown by, y'all. It's flown by, but we will see you then. Again, my name is Blake Rafino. Don't forget to go subscribe on YouTube. Hit that subscription. We're going to do a drawing and a giveaway for a $100 gift card. We'll announce what that gift card is soon. All right, guys, y'all have a good night. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.